You're listening to Divine Downloads, a fifth dimensional resource and podcast for those who feel called to help create the new earth. With me, your host, Angel Quintana, where we'll explore topics to help expand your consciousness, assist in your ascension, and elevate the way you navigate through your life path. I'll share with you my musings with the Akashic Records, my intuitive hits, and information shared by my guides. Let's begin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Creating the New Earth. This is part seven. Uh, If you're brand new to Divine Downloads, which is my podcast available on Pandora, iTunes, uh, Spotify, on YouTube, and on our website. Uh, If you are just tuning in, I hope that you will take the time to go back and watch or listen to the previous uh, six classes that we have been building upon in creating the new earth here together as a collective. So I'm really excited about this topic as it is pertaining to a methodology that I have coined called life path astrology. And astrology has really opened my eyes to my purpose. It has helped me take an existing passion and bring more depth and clarity to my life. Uh, It's changed my kismet client. It's changed who I'm working with. Uh, It's helped me understand uh, not only my my purpose, but what I needed to heal. So that is what we're going to be talking about in today's lesson. All right. So let me go ahead and share my screen. All right. So here we go Uh, about this course. So this is what we've covered so far. What is the new earth and why it's being created? Who will be affected during the transition and the integration process? Class number three was how to break down old paradigms from the old earth to uncover its lessons. We talked about the fundamentals of the third, fourth, and fifth dimensional consciousness, uh, how the new earth will shape a new society and raise the consciousness of the planet. And last week, we discussed understanding your part in the creation of the new earth and how to get started. If you are brand new, my name is Angel Quintana. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and we are a community-based platform and print magazine uh, for those who feel called to help create the new earth. So that is you. Um, I'm a practicing astrologer of nearly 30 years. I'm the creator of the methodology called Life Path Astrology and a 5D activist, helping others to discover discover their soul's brilliance and serve mankind. So we're going to go knee deep into astrology today. We're going to be talking about why your contribution is sacred and vital. So in this class, I'm going to be discussing the path to soul healing why the way you think affects your contribution and what your contribution is. All right, so these are the main points. We're going to discuss the 12th house in astrology, Mercury, which is a planet in your astrological birth chart, and the Midhaven. So get ready for a wild ride into the fifth dimension as we create the new earth together as a collective. So grab your pen and notebook. Hopefully you've already designated one for this course and let's get started. Okay, so the path to soul healing. Let me just talk to you guys a little bit about what this means. And then we're gonna go ahead and show you in your birth chart what needs healing. All right. So the path to soul healing is a few things. One 
it has to do with your contribution. You won't be able to fulfill karmic, de karmic debts and soul contracts that you came here to fulfill without your service. Remember what we talked about in part six was that your service is attached to your kismet client, okay? We're gonna be talking about your kismet client in part eight, but your kismet client is a mirror to what you have not resolved in the past cycle. So whether or not you believe in reincarnation, we all are going through cycles, okay? We've been through many cycles just in this our incarnation, right? We've been a child, we finished that cycle. We've been an adolescent, we finished that cycle. We've been an infant, we finished that cycle. You know, wh wherever you are in the game, maybe you're in your, you know, mature era. You know, we're all completing cycles and whatever the cycle is that you're in right now, it could be from that you have things you haven't cleaned up from a past life or it's just things you haven't completed in this cycle or in this incarnation. So whatever your belief system is, um, that's what I mean when I say completing a cycle. So when you are of service, your soul is healing. So remember what we talked about in part six, that your contribution or your purpose, remember people going out there and looking for their purpose, their purpose is to be of service to their kismet client which is a part of them. But a better way to put that is that your purpose on this planet is to heal, period. Whether that has physical symptoms, like an ailment, if it's a consciousness, like the way you think, if it's just other things that are uh, causing you to not be able to manifest what it is that you desire, it all goes back to the soul. And so that is why I have put here that the path to soul healing is truly the path of your purpose. If you start to break down why you're really here, it's to let go of things that don't serve you consciousness, the way we think, the ways that we're perpetuating chronic ailment is up here in the mind. And all of these things, our environment, our home, our friends, our family, our jobs, the food that we consume, all of these things have energy. And they also have information. And that information sometimes gets, gets misinterpreted. And so then we react or we find we get triggered by something or we get upset or we play victim. These are all signs that we need to get back on track to healing the soul. So what we're going to do to talk about this specific uh, process is to look at astrology and particularly your 12th house. Okay, so. If you've never run your birth chart before, don't worry. I'm going to try to make this as simple as possible for you to understand. But there is a key in your birth chart. And when you really want to open the door to your soul's purpose, it's in the 12th house. Okay, it's a key. And if you want to unlock it, then you need to understand what the 12th house means in your birth chart. So I'm going to go ahead and show you how you can run your birth chart for free.
Okay, I'm just open a new window here. And you're going to go to astro.com, A-S-T-R-O.com. And you can create an account. Uh, I have a My Astro here. It's absolutely free. Otherwise, you can just go to free hor horoscopes, free horoscopes, and just hoover over that um, nav, uh, that menu uh, bar, and then go down to drawings and calculations and click on natal chart. Okay. Now I've already run my chart, but go ahead and enter in your information. So your first name, you don't have to put your last name. It does ask for your gender. I'm not sure why your date of birth, the time and place of birth, the country in which you're born and the birth town, and then go ahead and click continue. Because I've already run my chart, I'm just going to go ahead and pull mine up so we can see what we're looking at and where the 12th house is. Okay, so even if it looks like a foreign language, it is for those who are brand new to astrology. But what you're going to do is you're just going to focus on, see, there's like 12 pieces of the pie. Okay, so your birth chart is a bird's eye view of where all the planets and stars were in, in your location and time of birth. So it's literally a blueprint. Okay, and if you, if you zoom in, you're going to see these little numbers, one, two, three, all the way to 12 because there's 12 pieces of the pie in your chart, okay? What we're gonna focus on right now is the 12th house, which is right here, this piece of pie in the chart, okay? This 12th house, and the reason that in Life Path Astrology, I designated the 12th house to be, you know, what you've really came here to heal is because if you think about the zodiac, 12 signs, when you get to Pisces, which is the final sign in the, in the 12 zodiac signs, right? I often think that the last sign is Aquarius, which we're in the age of Aquarius right now, which is interesting. But the 12th house is a Piscean energy. It's that mystical, magical, intuitive, not of this realm energy. So I like to think of the 12th house as this almost like incubation um, house where it's like we, we went there to process it. A lot of times people, you know, I think in religion, like it's like, you know, before you get to heaven, you go to this like, you know, judgment or whatever. Well, it's not so much judgment. It's really looking at it's like looking at the past 11 cycles and seeing what you didn't complete. It's where we process what we, you know, what we're, what we have. It's our life in review. Let's talk about it like that. It's your life in review. It's like, okay, I did really good here and here and here, but I didn't quite finish this thing that I came there to do. Right? So the 12th house is housing all of the stuff we haven't completed, but we're reflecting on it. Because we're like, okay, well, I really want to do that. You know, I didn't complete that to its entirety. This was still a huge weakness. You know, I need to process a few more things. So the 12th house is the thing that we came here to heal. It came, the things in our life that we have not completed, the cycles, the karmic debts, the soul contracts, the limiting beliefs, all of those subconscious things, our shadows, our inability to connect with our imagination, to tap into our, intu uh, our intuition by opening our third eye chakra. 
So all of that, which is a lot, is housed in the 12th house. So if you're able to look at your chart and understand what the 12th house really means for you, you're going to get a window into what you came here to heal. And that is your soul's purpose. Your soul's purpose to go is, okay, I came here because I really want to work this stuff out. I don't want to live with these limiting beliefs anymore. I don't want any strings with all of this stuff that has not served me in my life. I came to planet Earth because I want to work through this gunk. And that's what the 12th house is. Okay, so when you look at the 12th house, you're going to see, even if you don't have any planets, I happen to have the moon there, but even if it's empty, it's not empty because it has a ruler and that ruler is sitting out here on the perimeter of your, uh, of your chart. In this case, you can see this little piece of the pie, a little bit of it on mine, if you're looking at my chart here, Leo begins and ends here, okay? Big ends and then begins. So I've got about 5% of my 12th house has a little bit of Leo. Okay, and then about 95% has Virgo. So what I'd like you guys to do, uh, and I'm going to go through these glyphs so you understand it since you're like, I don't know, you know, which ones go with, you know, which glyph goes with which sign. I'm going to explain that in a second. But what I want you guys to do for those of you guys who do understand the glyphs is just go ahead and write down 12th house and then the percentage. If you have 100% in one sign, write that sign down. If you have more than one, you might even have more than two. Um, you're going to make a, just a guesstimate of a percentage. I've guesstimated about, you know, 5% here is probably Leo and 95% Virgo. Okay, so I'll explain what it all means here in a second. But I, let me go through the glyphs for those of you guys who are unfamiliar with um, astrology in, in, in its entirety. Okay, so the Aries is the red little V right? That looks like a ram. Okay. Taurus is the circle with the little horns on the top. That's Taurus the bull. Okay. We've got Gemini here, which the, which is the twins, which looks like a little like pillar. We've got cancer, which is the blue little like fishies or whatever, but it's the crab. Um, actually they look more like 69, <laughs> but it's the crab. And then we've got Leo. Okay. Which is basically like, uh, a little horseshoe, red horseshoe looking thing, which is the lion. Virgo is the M with this little loop on the end. Uh, it's green. Uh, we've got Libra here, which is the balancing scales, which is gold. We've got uh, Scorpio here, which is an M with a little arrow at the bottom. And then we've got Sagittarius, which is red. And it's got the little arrow here, which is, represents the archer. We've got Capricorn here, which is the seagoat, which really looks like a little uh, tail at the end um, because it is a sea, has some water element to it, even though it's an earth sign. Uh, Aquarius is the water bearer, which is, looks like little waves. And then Pisces here, uh, this looks like, it's, it's the fishies, but it looks like you know two curves and a line through the middle. Okay, so once you have determined what is what zodiac signs are ruling your 12th house? That is a window of what you are here to repair. Okay. If you have planets, 
There is a little key here on the left in your chart. So you can see the moon, I've got, I've got my moon here, zero degrees Virgo, which is in my 12th house. But you can go ahead and if you wanna write down the planets are there, if you have a lot of activity, that means there's a lot of things that you came here to repair, that you came here to heal. My moon is in there, that's pretty significant. That's a lot of subconscious things going on in my emotions, okay? So obviously we're not gonna be able to go through the entire process of reading your chart, but what I want you to take away is that every zodiac sign has a behavior, it has a purpose, it has a personality, it has shadows, it has gifts, it has all kinds of stuff. So what you want to do is you want to start to embody, you know, really get to know the parts of yourself that are in that 12th house. So in this case, I have Virgo and I have a little bit of Leo. I also have my rising sign as Virgo and I got my moon there. So Virgo is just taking over for me, okay? But Virgo, if you went, if you wanted to understand the shadows, right, the things we came to work through to heal for our soul, then what you could do is you could literally just Google what are the shadows of Virgo? What are the shadows of Leo? Whatever the signs that are in your 12th house are going to show you what you came here on a soul level to integrate and to heal. And if you can get to know that part of yourself, and this is, even if it doesn't resonate, that means it's lodged in your subconscious. It's hidden. Okay. So we want to now start digging up the soil. Okay. Even if it's been rough soil, you're like, I don't see how this pertains to me. Okay. Well, that means there's more digging to do. We got to loosen it up. Okay. It's lodged in that 12th house. So as we start to <laughs> massage the soil, it starts to bring up the nutrients. It starts to bring in the flowers and the seeds. It starts to grow. But if we continue to suppress it, because remember that 12th house is that review. And if you're not reviewing yourself, then you are not growing. And your contribution is attached to your growth. Your purpose is not inside of, outside of you. It is inside of you. It is inside your birth chart. And if we really want to be contributors of the new earth, then we have, to will, we have to be willing to take responsibility for the things we have not learned. Okay? So that's part one. Okay? So let's go to the next part of this process. Oops. Let me go back to my presentation here. Okay. So that's the 12th house, the path to soul healing. The next planet we're going to talk about is Mercury. Why the way you think affects your contribution. Now, this is huge. The way you think is either attracting or repelling the life you want. So if we can't get this part right, we can't get the mind right, we can't help. We have to get the mind into a place of higher consciousness. And all higher consciousness really means, if you really just want to break it down, is that you are self-aware. 
And so remember when we talked about third dimension, fourth dimension, fifth dimension, the third dimension is, I mean, excuse me, the fourth dimension is when we start becoming mindful of our behaviors, of the words we speak. We start to think about what we're thinking about. We start to see ourselves from a bird's eye view. Well, that is exactly what your, what your birth chart is. It's a bird's eye view of you. So in this case, we're going to be talking about Mercury, which is the planet of thought. It's the planet of higher consciousness. It's the planet of communication, but also the internal dialogue that we have with ourselves. So if we do not become more in tuned and mindful of the way we think and the way we speak, then we're, we're affecting people with our thoughts, with our behaviors, with the way we communicate. But if we're not mindful of that, then anything we don't have currently in our life is because something is wrong with the mind, okay? The mind needs to be healthy. And when we think about the mind, there's two parts, right? There's the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. So Mercury is going to give you a window into how your subconscious mind is working, how your conscious mind is working. Are they working together or are they in conflict? And that has to do with Mercury. So let me show you in your chart where to find Mercury. Now, again, there is this little key on the left side of your chart here. Okay, and you can see right under the sun and moon is Mercury. And it basically looks like Taurus with a little Venus cross at the bottom. Okay, so what we're going to do, and you can see here, I've got Mercury in Capricorn. Okay, so let's go ahead and find Mercury here. Mercury in Capricorn. There it is. There's my Capricorn. It's in the fourth house. Okay, you can see it's a little circle with the little, you know, it looks like Taurus and Venus combined because Venus has the little cross. Um, you can see Venus over here but it's a combination of both of those, okay? So it's the circle with the little horns and the cross at the bottom. So now I want you to write down what house, and you can see the house, which is the piece of the pie, is your Mercury in. So I have Mercury in the fourth house, and then the sign that it's in is mine's in Capricorn, and you can see yours in the little key, okay? If you just read across Mercury in Capricorn, okay? 14 degrees. We're not going to go into degrees, but this is basically what that means. These are the coordinates. Okay. So now what does all of that mean? When you're aware of where your mercury is, now you can start to become mindful of how your mind works. Now, this is so important because most people don't even realize that the way that they're thinking and the words that they're speaking are creating their reality. Okay. So if every day I am saying that I'm ill or I'm broke or um, I can't do this or I don't know or whatever language internally the dialogue or verbally or even our behaviors that are basically attached to the way that we think, those dictate our reality. So in my case, I've got it in the fourth house. Okay, so the fourth house has to do with community, has to do with family, has to do with tradition, has to do with my intuition, right? 
So if you really want to understand each of the houses, the easiest way that I could teach you today in our short class is to think about each house as a sign of the zodiac. So remember what I said, the 12th house is that integrate is that um, life in review. That's Pisces. Even though I've got Mercury, uh, excuse me, uh, Virgo here, the natural energy of the 12th house is the 12th sign of the zodiac, which is Pisces. So my Mercury is in the fourth house. So what's the fourth sign of the zodiac? Cancer. So whatever house your Mercury is, think about what sign is that number. So if you have, you know, let's say your Mercury is in your eighth house. Well, the eighth sign of the zodiac is Scorpio. That means the energy of your house, of the placement of where your Mercury is, has the energy of whatever zodiac is attached, zodiac sign is attached to that house, okay? So first house has Aries energy. Second house has Taurus energy. Third house has Gemini energy. Fourth house has Cancer energy. Fifth house has Leo energy. Sixth house has Virgo energy. Seventh house has Libra energy. Eighth house has Scorpio energy. Ninth house has Sagittarius energy. Tenth house has Capricorn energy. Eleventh house has Aquarius energy. And finally, twelfth house has Pisces energy. Now, you might have different zodiac signs in there, but I want you to think about a house that has a room, okay? So your astrological birth chart is the house that is you that houses all of these different rooms, okay? Wherever your Mercury is, is telling you what room your mind is in, okay? Now remember, all of this is flexible. It's changeable. But it's a window because everybody thinks differently. Everybody has different views about different things. But the way we think has to do with the placement of our Mercury. So I'm going to give you an example here. So if my fourth house is my house of intuition, right? It's cancer, my nurturing mother, okay? Cancer has to do with the mother. Um, Tradition, okay? Water magic, right? Cancer is a water sign. That's the energy of the room in which my mind exists. Okay, this is very important. And in in fact, I just taught a class. Actually, it's a uh, uh, entire certification called skin spirituality. But one of the things we covered in the last mod module had to do with elemental magic. Now, if your mind is not in a place where it is materializing, it is manifesting the desired outcome, which is the objective outcome of your life, right? Your relationship, your house, your career, your health. If, if something is not off, is not the way that you want it, then looking where Mercury is in your chart and the house that it's in is going to help you understand how to nourish, nourish that planet. Now, my Mercury is in Capricorn, but it's in the fourth house. So in order for me to nourish my mind, 
my mind, which thinks like Capricorn. Well, what is Capricorn? Capricorn is a little go-getter, a little workaholic, okay? Virgo, uh, Virgo, Capricorn likes things to be precise. They like the finer things in life. They work hard for those things, right? They're real meticulous. They're, you know, they're, they think about things in the long run, right? They want to leave a legacy. Everything has a long-term plan. But the way I think has that, if I understand that it's Capricorn that's dictating how I'm thinking, well, when Capricorn starts to be in her shadow, remember, this goes back to making, if we don't have what we want in our life, there is a shadow in the way that we think. So again, you could Google what are the shadows of Capricorn so that you can start building a relationship with the part of your Mercury sign that has not been nourished. Okay, so the shadow side of Capricorn is workaholic. So my mind is like addicted to this concept of creation and work and getting things done and overextending myself in order to build something that's going to last a long lifetime. Now, to some people, that'd be like, wow, I wish they had that problem. But actually, it can make you sick. And it did. Okay, your mind can make you sick, but your mind can also make you well. So this went on. So my certification called Skin Spirituality, if anybody is having any chronic health conditions, we go over all of that. And you can learn about skin spirituality at skinspirituality.com. However, when I got to understand that my mind had made me sick for 25 years, this key that I'm giving you guys right now will change your life. So here's the, here's the assignment. Not only do you need to understand the shadow part of whatever sign your mercury is in. Okay, go look up the shadows. That's how your mind can go to. It can go to that dark place because every single zodiac sign has a shadow, okay? But the way that you're going to start healing it and repairing it is by understanding the energy of the house in which the mercury lives, the room in which mercury lives. In this case, I've got it in the fourth house. Now, what I mentioned already was that every house has an essence and it's attached to a zodiac sign. In this case, the fourth sign of the zodiac is cancer. So cancer is a water sign. So how do you think that I can nourish my mercury in Capricorn when she starts to become a workaholic, when she starts to obsess about the long-term goals, when she starts to obsess about work, she can do water magic, okay? Water rituals, taking sacred baths, swimming in a pool or in the ocean, communicating about how she feels, right? Water is our emotions and it's deep, okay? journaling about our deepest desires, our feelings, the things that have hurt us, listening to love songs, okay? There's a whole art to healing the mind. 
Now, obviously, I won't be able to go into all of these, but knowing the element of the essence of this of the um, of the house. Okay, so let me just show you guys. I'll just give you guys at least a little bit more research to do. So let's say you have Mercury in the first house. Okay, so that first zodiac sign is Aries. Aries is a fire sign. So you would do fire magic. Okay, if it's in the second house, that's Taurus. That would be earth magic. The third house, that's Gemini. That's air magic. Fourth house, that's water magic because that's cancer, which is a water sign. Fifth house, this is Leo. This is fire magic. Sixth house, Virgo, earth magic. Seventh house, uh, Libra, air magic. Eighth house, Scorpio, water magic. Ninth house, Sagittarius, fire magic. Tenth house, Capricorn, earth magic. Eleventh house, Aquarius, air magic. And twelfth house, Pisces, water magic. When you do this, you start to shift the way that you think. You become imbalanced when the mind is thinking about things it doesn't want, when it's comparing itself to other people. These are the kinds of things that create sickness. It creates illness. It creates undesirable outcomes in our objective world. This is very powerful. You gotta get your conscious mind and your unconscious mind working together to bring you your objective reality, okay? Now remember, your purpose is to resolve karmic debts, to heal, uh, uh, to heal, uh, to resolve karmic debts, to heal soul contracts, to heal the limiting beliefs. That's your purpose. It's not outside of you. It's not what is my niche or what product should I sell? It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with what do I need to do to ascend? What do I have to do to work through my crap? Now, your kismet client, which we're going to talk about next time, is going to be the greatest gift you have ever, you could ever think exists, is that kismet clientele. That will be for next time. Okay, let's keep going here. The next thing we're going to talk about is your contribution. And that has to do with the Midhaven. Okay, so the Midhaven in your chart is your contribution, okay? It doesn't necessarily mean like what products you're gonna sell. It just means like, what did you come here to give to the world? Okay, so let's look at this. Show you where to find the, the Midhaven. This right here where it says MC, okay? So here's AC, this is your rising ascendant line or rising sign, okay? But we're gonna focus on the Midhaven, okay? This Midhaven crosses the, uh, breaks the left and the, and the right hemispheres, right? It goes to north and south, okay? So here's this line. But this Midhaven is intersecting into a zodiac sign. Okay, so you can see mine is in the Gemini area. Okay, so my Midhaven is in Gemini. So when you think about what am I here to give? Well, isn't it interesting 
that I'm having a conversation teaching you guys about the mind when my midhaven is in Gemini, which is ruled by Mercury, which is the mind. Now, you might not have your midhaven in Gemini, but wherever their midhaven is, is a clue into the things that you're here to contribute, things that you're going to give. Doesn't mean the things you're going to charge for. It's just the part of you that you're going to give. It's a way that you're going to contribute to help create the new earth. So my Gemini, and Gemini has to do with writing and journalism and media. Well, isn't it interesting that I have a print magazine? That's Gemini. My contribution is that magazine. Is the magazine how I make my living? Not really. It's my contribution. So when we know what that sign means, like if it's in Capricorn or if it's in Aries or whatever sign it's in, that's a window into what you're here to contribute. So again, you might not know astrology. You might not know, well, I don't know what it means to have my Midhaven in Libra. Well, you could Google it. You could get a Life Path Astrology reading from one of my certified readers, which I'll show you how to book one of those if you want one. You, I also have a podcast called Life Path Astrology on iTunes and on Spotify, where there's, they're just recordings of Life Path Astrology readings to give you a window into what Life, life Path Astrology is really all about. And it's changing hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people's lives, knowing this information. I want you guys to know this information because not only do I want you to heal, but you guys are my kismet clients and me serving you with this information is healing my soul. It's healing my 12th house. It's helping me repair my mind. It's resolving limiting beliefs. I didn't get here on accident. I got here on purpose because I decided to work on myself. Your purpose is being on purpose on purpose, caring about yourself, looking at what is not working, and then taking full responsibility. You know, sickness of the mind, which turns out as a physical symptom, is really your inability to take full responsibility for what you're thinking about all day. People don't want to hear that. No, it's because my mom did this. No, it's because I, I didn't grow up with any money. No, it's because, no, it's actually not. Your mind has given you your objective reality. And so if we can't take responsibility to what we, for what we have and what we do not currently have, we won't heal, we won't be on the soul's path, and we definitely won't be able to be of service. And that service is really healing yourself through your kismet clients. So this is where, you know, creating a business around your contribution is not a traditional business. It is a way that I say every day when I wake up to go to work, you know what I'm really saying? That I'm getting up to heal one more day. I'm going to get up and I'm going to look at my stuff. I'm going to look at my shadows. I'm going to pay attention to what I'm thinking about. I'm going to communicate with my kismet clients. I'm going to create programs like this because I know it's going to nourish them and it's going to nourish me at the same time. 
that's the path. That's the soul's path. That's what we came here to do. So let me give you guys some links, okay? So your contribution is the Midhaven. Now, obviously we're gonna end today, but I wanna give you guys some links to, to check out because if you're still here and you're still listening and you're resonating with what I'm sharing, please share it with a friend. If you haven't joined the club yet, we have the most amazing group and I'm not just saying it because it's my group. My people are the most authentic, real, they will share the crap they're going through. They're taking ownership for their behaviors, what the negative things, they're supporting each other in the process. So otherwise you can join me for part eight, but I wanna give you this link and I wanna give you a couple other links, okay? So this will give you a VIP invitation to join the club at a discount. So if you go to holisticfashionista.com forward slash the dash club, you can get, it usually takes about 24 hours to get the promo. Um, but come and join us. Make that promise to yourself that I'm going to heal. I'm going to work through my karmic debts. I'm going to take full responsibility for all those negative things that I say to myself every single day. And when I wake up in the morning, I'm not going to say, oh, I got to work. I'm going to say, how can I be better than I was yesterday? How can I look at something that I forgot to look at yesterday where I wasn't prepared to look at yesterday? That's the journey. Okay. Now, two more links here for you guys. If you want a life path astrology reading, okay, if you go to holisticfashionista.com and we've got about 40 people in the process of getting their certification, I think there's about eight of them who have certification. So if you go over here to shop the temple under intuitive guidance, if you click that, go over here to discover your life path. These are our current uh, certified readers, okay? I, my readings are not so much like a full-blown astrology reading. They're more of like a, a soul brilliance mentoring session, although I do use your astrological birth chart. But if you just want a life path astrology reading, my readers have all gone through the certification process. They've worked with me. They've done their 50 readings that they have the knowledge and the wherewithal to give you a really insightful reading. So this is where you could book a reading. Now, if you want to learn how about, you know, earth magic and healing your body, I'm going to recommend that you go, let's see, let's go back to holisticfashionist.com. Under here, under certifications, these are all my main programs. If you go to skin spirituality, which is all about repairing the holes in your aura, this will help you to not only work through changing your mind, but it helps you to heal your body. Um, it just helps you become more radiant, you know, clean, cleaning up the holes in your aura is not only going to heal your body, it's going to heal everything. Okay. So skin spirituality, there's a class that I'm teaching. Um, if you want to register for that, it's absolutely free. Uh, how to repair the holes in your aura in order to heal. And now remember when you heal the holes in your aura, you're repairing the soul, the mind and the body. Okay, you guys, I'm going to end there. We've got one more class coming up next week where we're going to talk about your kismet client and the problem that you came here to solve. I can't wait to share that information with you as we continue looking at your birth chart. All right, you guys, until next time, have a beautiful rest of your day and stay sacred. Thank you for tuning in to Divine Downloads. If you gained insights from this episode, I sure hope that you'll leave me a five-star review and comment. 
If you are looking for an extended version of a tarot reading or a mentioned course or upcoming event, you can visit holisticfashionista.com forward slash community for more information. To learn more about Holistic Fashionista and how we can assist you and your soul's brilliance, please find me on Instagram at Holistic Fashionista. Until next time, have a great day and stay sacred.